Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. This is the end. This is the
Bitch, you better call Prophetess Neely. Prophetess Dixon. Get Evangelist Neely.
give up. I know.
Evangelist Nita, do you remember the church on Brill Street? Uh, yes, sir. And even I, I don't know if you had a chance, even I as a kid had a nail, a nail and a hammer. Oh, yes. So you had nails and hammers too then. Amen. We build a church without a blueprint. But the blueprint was Christ. The foundation we built on him, and it was by his authority and by his power that we had opportunity to build on him. And we're grateful this morning that we can speak on that. We speak what we know. Amen. Amen. Family and friends, we're blessed this morning to be here. This is the 761st program of Fellowship of Love, free for all community call at TalkShoe. I want to thank all of our listeners, our viewers over on Speaker, Facebook, TalkShoe, and surrounding areas reaching the four corners of the world. We are international. And we thank God for our producer, Rodney Lynn Mabel, one of the greatest producers of all time. Her name may not ring a bell, but you can easily find her. She won the award two times or more with the most production. She does just about the most production on speaker and other places also. She's international. She is one of the biggest point-and-click gurus of all time. If you're looking for someone to help you to get your music out, to get your whatever, and she don't just play amen for for, for Christ, she do it for the world because we're in the world. So if you go on her site and you hear her playing oochie-coochie-woochie, don't get mad and say that ain't Christ-like. Because what you think ain't Christ-like might could draw somebody in. She testified once that it was a lady that was uh, online, and she was a lesbian. And when she had gotten sick, Robin Lynn had, was doing some produce, some production for her. But when she had gotten sick, she remembered her. And through her sickness, the Spirit of God spoke to her, and she came back and testified to her that her whole life has been turned around, all because she did not shun her, but she produced her the way she was, and look at her end result. So let us not frown down on anything, because you can't get anyone to follow you when you're looking at who they are today, and you're scandalizing you know, when, when when yesterday I was, Pastor Washington was talking about uh, medication and was talking about the backing of pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical medicine, all that, the, ridge, the root of it is called witchcraft. It uh, comes from that root. 
So we all take some type of medicine that somebody made, and we don't even know that the name of it that's behind pharmaceutical medicine is witchcraft. So we got to stop calling people's crackheads because they are sick. Sin cannot go until someone carries it. So many Christians are the carrier of sin. They're carrying sin. But they don't equate what they're doing as sin. You know, we talked about how that Paul and Peter went down through Atkins and they saw a a description and the description read to an unknown God and Paul told him I perceive that you people are very religious so we have to stop being religious you're not none of God you can't judge anyone and beside that let's pull a cover off for you all and let's see what you related to Let's see with your grandpa, grandma, and uncles and aunts and sisters and brothers. Let's see if all of y'all are walking in the light. No. In every one of our families, there's some dysfunctional going on. We need him today. And that's what this ministry is all about. Exhortation and no condemnation. There ain't no condemnation here. For there is no condemnation in them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. I'm happy this morning because of 1 Peter 4 that I may be suffering, but I also realize that I'm ceasing from sin. When you're going through something, just remember that he told you to arm yourself that you suffer. He said, you got to suffer because suffering is the way. I don't mean to be suffering in your body with some disease or some sickness. I mean suffering at the hands of one another. Sometimes, amen, glory to God, you have to hold your peace and keep your mouth shut, hallelujah, so you can win them, hallelujah. Every man is right in his own way, hallelujah. So I'm grateful this morning to be learning how, the church is supposed to be constructed. And we are we're in the fourth in the fourth truth. But we're gonna go back and reiterate from the third truth and these truths that were four truths, they were on the building of the foundation of the church, seeing that our church has been built wrong for seventeen hundred years. We have built churches wrong. Hallelujah. Well, again we bless Amen Pastor Mary out of Lake Charles, Louisiana, Prophet Dixon, Evangelist, Amen. Hallelujah, Neely, and you all Amen. that are scattered abroad, our producer, all of the ministries and ministers, Amen, whom the Lord has placed, Amen, in our parishion. We Amen. thank God for you, and we pray yes, that Lord. the Lord Himself will intervene and will show us the way that we should go and that we will follow the leader. Amen. Our leader is Christ. Hallelujah. So if I'm following Christ, 
you all follow me. If I get off, you all let me know I'm off. Hallelujah. And I will accept it. And I will openly apologize. But if I'm up on Scripture and you don't think that is right, then get Scripture and show me I'm wrong. Don't show me I'm wrong from your point of view because I don't preach from point of view. I preach from point of word, and that word is the word of the living God, the almighty, the true God. And I'm happy this morning for you all that you all would be here with me supporting this ministry. I can't do it alone. I make and preach all day long. But I have preached to nothing but just <laughs> the computer. I've been doing it so many years. This is our 761st program here. And this is not just here on this side, but the ones on blog talk, the ones on conference call, the ones on pale talk. You know, so I just thank the Father this morning, the Father of life for giving us life, and we want to go into the word. Dear Heavenly Father, we come for no shape, no form of fashion. We come because you told us to come. Being that you told us to come, we are here. And we realize that we have no other place, no other way out. But because of you, you blessed us. You showed us the way. And we asked if you would touch our mind this morning. Touch our lips that we may speak the word of life. And that the hearers of this word would not just play it down. Uh, act as if, Lord, this word don't fit them. But they will search their hearts and they will see whether or not are they practicing true, undefiled religion or are they just religious? You are our answer this morning to our life problem. So we give up this morning, and we give over to you. Ask you to guide our eyes, our hands, our feet, our tongue, that, Father, we may hear, understand, and deliver this word as it has been delivered unto us. We thank you this morning. Bless these, thy people. Heal, deliver and make free this morning. Cover us with your blood. Hide us behind your cross. Keep us in this holy walk that we turn not to the left, not to the right, but we'll continue to completely turn over to you. Help us to love one another and help us not to judge no man before time, but help us to judge in righteousness and peace. And we'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, 
Glory. Hallelujah. We've had a great worship this morning, great worship experience. Amen. I got an echo, and the echo is coming out of Mother Mary, out of Pastor's fairy telephone. Amen. That's the echo coming out of out of your phone, Pastor. There it is. It's better now. It's okay now. Amen. This morning, we want to talk about building this church. We're interested in building a church for the kingdom's sake. I'm not interested in no new meeting days, for we meet daily. That's why it's so important that you be here so you can stay out of fellowship daily. You need to be in fellowship somewhere daily. According to Scripture, everything we teach and preach, we're going to give you a Scripture for it. So we're going to give you a scripture. I'm going to talk a little bit. And then we're going to get Hebrews 3.13. So you all get Hebrews 3.13. And if that be a reader this morning, I know it's early, so I know you got to get your eyes open. But I want I want to uh, uh, offer opportunity to the listeners to not just be listeners and hearers, but you got to be a doer. So doer means that you're a participant. And you're not just a, 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 a spectator. You know, we got a lot of spectators, and that's what they do. They go to church, and they just sit there. And we want to be doing his will. We got to get in practice. Practice makes perfect. You know, you can have faith, but until your faith start working, you're just a hero. But he said, hearing and doing all work together. So we're going to build this church the right way so that when you go out, amen, in the community, you'll remember that these people, in order to draw them, your church is going to have to be a welcoming church. I got that big echo, Mother, Mother Mary. Your church don't have to welcome. I think it's I think it's because you got it on speaker, but I know you can't hold it to your ear neither. So it's okay. Just kind of just kind of push it back a little bit on speaker from you, and that'll, that'll take it. Because I don't want you to hold it up to your ear neither. Okay. So it's okay if I have to deal with the echo. You all don't worry about it. Just just hear what you can hear, and the Lord will give you the rest of it. Because I don't want her to hold that phone to her ear. We're gonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get her a device to plug into the phone where she can have a speaker where she can walk around in our house and hear it all over our house. We're going to wire that for her. We're going to fix it. Amen. We're praying and asking you all to pray with us, amen, as we attempt to be, amen, in Louisiana this weekend. There's so much that needs to be done. So many people pulling on me for this and for that. And it's not all about church. Some of them, they need this and they need that. They need a car. They, they need me to go inspect inspect a vehicle. Uh, they need me to go down and show them what to get for the car. Uh, 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 you know, I have cars that, you know, I'm trying to let people have for a little or nothing. You know, but I cannot fix it and give it to you for $150 too. You know, I'm just getting what I get for it at the junkyard. And it's not a junk car. It's a BMW. I drive BMWs because they get you up the highway. 
And one thing I know about a BMW, I seen one a Cadillac, a four-door Cadillac, hit it the other day. Hit it and drove it into a post. But that man got out the, out the BMW, and the BMW can be fixed. But that Cadillac come through the red light and hit him. So a BMW is a good vehicle. But you have to be financially able to drive one because you're going to have some problems with a Beamer. I don't care if it's a 2017. It's still going to give you some problems because it was man-made. Hallelujah. So I'm grateful this morning, amen, for the Lord showing me what he want my church, his church, and want for me. And that's what I'm going to do. And we're going to talk this morning about this third foundation I'm ending. The third foundation stone, it has to do with our daily life together. And we've talked a little bit about that all down through last week. Amen. Daily life, it has nothing to do with how many meetings we have. The daily life ain't got nothing to do with these meetings now. Let's not get it twisted. But rather, how much we are involved in each other. You know, we need to be involved in each other. So if you're not involved, Amen. Until Wednesdays and Sundays are your meeting days, then you 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 need to you need to listen. We need to be involved in each other's lives. Hallelujah. Are we involved every day as a priesthood in the marriage with the children of those around us, with the work habits and the characteristic traits of those around us? Are we involved every day on a heart level with brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. Do we bear one another burdens? And so fulfill the law of Christ. Do we confess our sins one to another so we can be healed? That's healing. Do we contend as one man for the faith, joining and kneel together by every supporting ligament and accept nothing less as true church and the very body of Christ? Only there will you find, you'll find out what Jesus meant. If you if if you do these things, Amen. Then you can say, "I will build my church, that the gates of hell cannot overcome or withstand it." The only way that the gates of hell ain't gonna withstand your church today is that we get the levick out, all that clicking and clubbing, all that over that corner over there on the right and the left. Get it out. Let us all come together. That's why, amen, we got to knock down our pulpits. We ain't going to knock them down, but we're going to step down out the pulpit, and we're going to get amongst the peoples. Hallelujah. We need to get down on the floor level, amen, amongst them. So when they, and they get so, they'll get so familiar with you and what you're doing, she'll, she'll put her hand up and she'll say, I got a word. They're going to say, well, I'm preaching you out of place. No, you hand her that microphone. And she say, I discern that somebody in here this morning is hurting and on the brinks of suicide. Somebody said something about somebody was was doing something and they were just about to commit suicide. Oh, that was Aunt Deborah. Said that the woman had ran into the gate. I'll let her give the testimony after a while. Hallelujah. You don't know what people's getting ready to do. But your church so jacked up and messed up, gee, you ain't got time to see nobody else's church having a wreck. See, we got to get the church right. 
You so busy worrying about Donald Trump and tweeting all that mess that you're tweeting. Why are you worried about Donald Trump? Donald Trump, God makes no mistakes. Man make the mistakes, but God, hallelujah, he straightened it out. Let me sit the phone down right there so I don't hold it. Hallelujah. We need to be, we need to contend as one man with the faith, join and kneel together by every supporting ligament. Hallelujah. I will build my church that the gates of hell cannot overcome or withstand it. Everything else is a house built up on sand. We talked about that. Compromise, lukewarmness, disobedience, disconnectedness, and ritualization, and it will bear the appropriate fruit. Unfortunately, God said it does not matter how we build. And I'm going to give you a scripture. This scripture is going to change the rest of your life if you're willing to change, if you'll obey. If you will do this one scripture, you will be amazed at how these other things make sense. It is a commandment from Jesus. Will you do it? Will you? Do you love him? Okay. It will change your whole life. Do what he says. Rather than just agree with what I'm saying, don't just agree. Don't just agree with it or study it or sing about it or start having meetings about it. Look at it together. The scripture is Hebrews 3 and 12. In scripture, it says, do we have a reader? Hebrews 3 and 12. Not? Then I'm going to read it. Let me get my computer working here. Take heed. I the screen because if I don't watch it, it'll be on off mode. Okay. I'm waiting on a reader. If not, then I'll get it. I understand it's very, very early, and, and some of us have to get our specs, and we'll be looking for them specs. So I, I got three pair of them. But take, brethren, least there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief mm-hmm. in departing from him uh-huh. living God. See? See? It says, be careful. Be careful then, dear friend. Make sure that your own heart are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. Turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day, as long as it's called today, so that none of us will be deceived by sin and hardness against God. For if we are fruitful to the end, faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly 
as when we first believed, we were sharing all that belongs to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And look what he says in the fourth chapter. Wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're right. We're right. We're right. We're right. Fourth chapter, it said, Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us feel at least any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. We have both heard the word now. They've heard the gospel. We've heard the gospel. We all can agree that we are in Christ. Watch this. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. See, they heard it, but they have no works. For we who believe do enter that rest. As long as he said, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Altogether the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way. And God rested on the seventh day from all of his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. That's why so many people still do their deal on the Sabbath. That is the reason we go to church on Sunday. We built Rome. He gave us the seventh day. It's the day for us to bring our bodies to fellowship, not Sunday. And he gave the days. The first day of the week is Sunday. And Saturday is the Sabbath. So that's one that's one way. And and Constantine Nople, you have to read about him. Constantine Nople and the other boys, they the one changed the dates. They changed the dates way back there, the sixteen hundreds. They stopped all that Saturday Sabbath and they put us on a Sunday. And that's why we do our thing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday is a day of preparation to go to work. Hallelujah. Notice what the scripture said. Let me go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you read fourth chapter of Hebrews. What verse was that? That was the beginning at 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 the first verse. Therefore, a promise remain of entering in this rest. That's at, at Hebrews four, and I read on down Hebrews four one, and I think I read on down to probably three or something like that. Okay, okay. But he talks about entering into his rest. So the church has been built for 1,700 years. That's how we've been building churches. We've been building it out of order. And that's what the apostle is for, is to teach what the holy God said we should do. You know? Notice what the scripture said, and this is from God Almighty. He says, you and me, that we must trust every day. We must every day warn each other and help each other. We must uh, be alongside each other every day. The Holy Spirit chooses to say every day. He didn't say every Sunday. Uh, he didn't say every Sunday and Wednesday. He didn't say even 
He didn't say uh, 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 even. He didn't even say uh, uh, in meetings. He said, "Get involved in each other's lives every day." This is what this is what the scriptures say now. Every day, so we're here on this line every day. You all don't like what I preach and what I teach. It's because you don't want to obey the truth, and that's what he said to you right there in Hebrews uh, 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 three, and in, 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 in Hebrews four, he said, "I promise." You ain't going to enter into my rest because of your disobedience. You don't want to hear the truth. You'd rather for me to be preaching to you, Mary had a little lamb. You know about the little lamb, and she had him. And you know about John the Baptist, Elizabeth, and John leaped in the belly of his mother when Mary, you understand me, heard the citation, you know, and on and on and on. You know about that. And you also know about this. But you don't want to do it. So he said, I promise you. You don't even have rest today for your weary soul because your body and your mind is out of sequence with the word. And all I'm doing is just giving you the word. No condemnation. Scripture said God Almighty. Hallelujah. He didn't choose uh, uh, meeting days on Sundays and Saturdays and Friday. He said every day. If you do not, God said you will become hardened. And amen, and, uh, and other people alive. You, he said, you get involved in each other's life every day. If you do not, God said, you will become hardened and unable to feel what He needs. You see, and you will be deceived into thinking that you know what is right when you don't know. You don't know. He didn't just say to uh, to do it. He said, if you do, don't do this. It will hurt you greatly if you don't do it. If I don't have brothers talking to me every day about my life, every day, I become hard. I become deceived. You must say, but I read my Bible. You say, you know, some people say, but I read my Bible every day, but I pray every day. My life is a Christian, and I, and I see and my wife is a Christian. I see her every day. That's not what God said. You can read your Bible. And pray every day if you want to. But if you won't be involved in each other's life every day, you'll become more and more hard and more and more deceived. That's why so much deception is in the church today. All because we are out of sequence. We're out of fellowship. We built our church wrong. Hallelujah. Who wrote the Bible? God. He wrote it. God said that we have to be involved in each other's lives every day. Hallelujah. If you see me being selfish, you need to come to me and say, brother, don't be selfish. That makes Jesus sad. If you see me being proud, please help me, amen, and remind me that God opposed the proud. Hallelujah. I don't want God to oppose me. You have to help me, people. Because I can't see all the time. I can't see it in me all the time. Hallelujah. No one can see. But he said in Hebrews 3, amen, admonish one another daily so that none of you are hardened and deceived. Hallelujah. This is so important this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. And I almost totally disobeyed worldwide. Worldwide, this is disobeyed. I see you Winston. You're going to hear me every day because I'm going to get involved every day. 
Hallelujah. If they don't come to the program every day, they stand around and they come once in a while, they admonish me, tell me about, oh, your program, I, 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 you help me, blah, 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 blah. Well, where are you at now? Where were you at last Monday, last Tuesday, last Wednesday, last Thursday? Where were you at in January? Where you was at in December 2012? Where are you at? All because you've disobeyed the word of God. Well, I have my own church. Well, what do your church meet, ma'am? Sir, what, what days y'all meet on at your church? We have Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday service. Well, what happened to everyday service? Ain't nobody church open every day. Mine is. I'm open every day right here. Mm-hmm. Stuff on Saturdays and Sundays. Sometime on Saturdays and Sundays I'll be here because I found out that every day, every day, every day, every day, hallelujah, this is very important, and almost totally disobeyed all around the world. You see, part of our daily life together, this is how you are a priest, using your gift so you can see it's not very much about meetings at all. There ain't about none of these meetings every day. I mean, you know, the, the, the little meetings we have two, three days a week is about every day if he laid the foundation, Yahshua, hallelujah, the great high priest. He didn't say, all right, I'll see y'all Tuesday. But he was with the disciples every day. And not only was he with the disciples every day, the disciples was out every day too. After they learned the way, after Jesus became an example and showed them the way. Are you all getting this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it any? Is it anything wrong with what I'm saying this morning? Oh no. Oh. Don't you believe that we need to be in fellowship? That what if somebody had fallen? Prophetess Dixon was at the church yesterday, and uh, the pastor's wife had fallen straight on her face, and no, and and to show you it was a it was a game. When I walked through the door, I fa- I, I caught hold, I caught hold to the door jam to the right and the left. I caught hold to it as I was going down, and I grabbed right there and held myself from falling down on my knees. She fell flat on her face. She sure did. And I thought this brother was in fellowship. He looked at holy and righteous. So I say, well, Minister Fletcher, go back to the church and, and, and go see about pastor. And I'll be here waiting on the chicken, and I'll get someone to bring me. So I turned to a brother who looked it to be holy and righteous. Mm-hmm. And I said, brother, could you please take me to the church when I get this chicken? Who are you? I don't know about you. I said, brother, I'm just a poor brother in need this evening. I need to get back to the church. I don't know nothing about you, man. I said, I apologize. I'm sorry. And I went on. But he looked at like he was in fellowship and in communion with righteousness. But see, looks are deceiving. Oh, yes. But it showed me that you have got to die. I just got through preaching that. First Peter, the fourth chapter. You know, in First Peter four and four, it said, 
thinking is strange. The people think that you're strange because you don't want to do what they do. We have got to be different today. We cannot do what they do. We have to stop that. If you're going to build this church, hallelujah, then you must be different. You can't have these selected meeting days. You don't want, amen, to be able to just get some groceries once every three months. Well, what you going to do with the two months that you need to eat? We need to get into the lives. And the seniors, we need to see about them so that they will have hope. You know, when people are left alone and they have no one to come and see about them, then they just say, well, I just got to do it myself. You know, God, no. But no, you ain't got to do it yourself. Stop saying that, saying God will send me some help. But as long as you're thinking I got to do it myself, you're going to find yourself running out of gas. You're going to run out of energy. And you're going to say, Lord, I'm so tired. He's going to say, because you kept saying that I'm going to do it myself, and you've been doing it yourself, and I just let you do it. Instead of you saying, Lord, send somebody. He's able this morning to send somebody on your behalf. He sees you. He loves you. He know all about you. He know where you're at. But he want to see how you're going to react. Hallelujah. The Lord didn't just give me a dream about uh, my past pastor, Pastor Washington. He didn't just give me the dream and give me the scripture. When the scripture said go back, it didn't mean just go back by the church and visit the church. It meant go back. And do what I taught you. Go back to, I'm deceased. But in a dream, when I said, Pastor Washington, I said, we got to go now. Come on, we didn't pray. Well, come on, pray for me because I don't want to die. The man been dead over 20 years now. And if God gave me the scripture, somebody get Psalm 7 and 12 and see what it say. And it's going to line up with that dream. When you're walking in God's, hallelujah, order, he's going to order your steps. Send you where you need to be at and going to show you what you need to do. Now, someone gets Psalm 7 and 12 and watch what it say. Now, this come from this come from a dead man. That, that, that scripture came after the dream that I dreamt that we had finished cutting his grass and said, Pastor Washington, Elder Washington is what I call him. Elder Washington, we're going to have to go now. Come on, let us pray with you. Yeah, come on and pray because I don't want to die. Now, anyone got that scripture, Psalm 7 and 12? Oh, bless God. We need help this morning. And that's what he gave the holy apostles for. That's what he gave them for. And the apostles I see today, I don't see them going washing no foot. We're going to have us some foot washing service come Sunday. Uh-oh. That's what we're going to do. We're going to wash some foot. We're going to invite them peoples all out there. We're going to bring this thing out on the ground. And I pray to God, amen, that he'll send us the finances so we don't only just going to give them some spiritual food. We're going to give them some good old Texas-style barbecue. Mm. And the people's going to come, and they're going to say, I didn't know church was like this. Yeah, it's like that. We're going to eat this word. 
We're going to eat some barbecue, and we're going to wash some feet. So why are you washing feet? Because Jesus did it. When you wash somebody else's feet, that breaks away all of whatever it was. See, if you wash my feet and you had anger in your heart toward me and you wash my feet, then my spirit has been softened. Amen. The anger in you is gone. You don't wash my foot and be angry. Let somebody else wash his feet. We're going to bring some towels. And we're going to grab us three vases. And we're going to wash some foot. There ain't going to be no bowls neither. We're going to get whatever God would have us to do, and we're going to do this thing. Did anyone see that scripture, Psalm 7 and 12? So we can move on and try to finish out this uh, uh, this fourth uh, uh, fourth teaching on meetings. Okay, I, I I can flip to it faster than anybody can. I can get to it quicker than anybody can. I'm so used not. to flipping. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. If he turn not. He will wet, W-H-E-T. Wait a minute. I got to go to it. You, 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 let me see. Seven. Let me see where the 12 at right here so I can see where you're at. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Ten. Uh, oh. Isaiah 7. What Isaiah? I mean, I'm sorry. Psalm 7 and 12. I'm, I'm looking at Isaiah. Thank you for correcting me. It's Psalm 7 and 12. 12. And I done went over that idea, just what I was saying. See, the mouth say something, and the hands will follow. Okay, 7 and 12. Now, let's see. Okay, it's uh, back up to 11, where it said, God is a just judge. Huh? Song 7 and 11 to 12. Okay. God is a just judge, and God is angry with the wicked every day if he does not turn back. See? So now, if the dead man said, go ahead and pray, I don't want to die, and then the Lord give me the scripture here, you understand me? So if the dead man say, pray because I don't want to die, you understand me? The Lord put it in my heart, you understand, the man is already dead. What is the man saying to you? The man saying to you, do not allow what I have taught you to die. Don't let nobody persuade you in preaching no other way. You preach just like you preaching because you are the incarnation. My spirit as Elisha was taken up and Elisha received a double portion. You also has received from God that same portion. Hallelujah. And so he said now, right there in in 12, if he does not turn back, if I don't turn back, he will sharpen his sword. He bent his bow and make it ready. He also prepared for himself instruments of death. You see? So it's a lot of dead preachers going around because the instrument of death has been prepared. Oh, yes. We need to understand what, what's being said. God said he gave it to his holy apostles. 
If there ain't no apostle in your church this morning, you ain't having church. You don't have to be in your church. Just have an apostle. So you can say, well, the apostle, you understand, I thank God for him. Uh huh. You know, ain't no women's apostle. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You don't know the boy. You don't know nothing. You ain't read nothing. You just a male chauvinist. But I'm going to stand with them sisters. Paul said, help Priscilla and Aquila. Help them. Right. So I don't want to hear nothing from none of you preachers unless you can back it with Scripture. If you want to get angry with me, you get angry with the Father. Because everything I do, I do it with a Scripture. So now look at here. This 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 this, 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 this fourth meeting truth, the last truth. For 1,700 years, the Christian world has confused a man, the issue. Who is a Christian? Who is a leader? I told you, can't know anybody be no Christian now. Just because you got a big old cross on your neck, you just wearing a murdering weapon. Did he tell you make no image of stone, gold, or silver, or wood? God, we have built our churches so wrong. Every one of us got a wooden bench in the front of it and said, this dude remembers of me. What? Now, I got to preach the truth now because we all, you know, we all got them. I mean, I, all the churches I go to, I probably would have one too in my church. But I know today you ain't got nothing like an unto remembers of me. I want your heart to be circumcised in remembrance of me. I want you to die, amen, to your sin. I want you to suffer for me and stop giving people the peace of your mind so you don't have Alzheimer's. 1,700 years, we've been confused with who is the leader. Hallelujah. What is daily life supposed to look like? The fourth foundation stone has to do with our meetings. What are meetings supposed to look like? Hallelujah. What is supposed to look like in this to in this to other Christians? Amen. Christianity has built improper for seventeen hundred years. Our Heavenly Father wants to restore these things to you in your lives, and He wants to do it right now. And God will change your life miraculously and change everyone around you as a result. We're getting ready to build a church. These are very powerful and precious truths. But we must, we must and have the courage to do something about this. We must have the courage to have meetings like the Bible described in 1 Corinthians 14. Hallelujah. When we come together, brothers, everyone had a word of instruction, everybody. And I'm sitting up there looking at me, talking about I'm the leader. I'm not your leader. I might can show you to the leader, but I'm not your leader. Hallelujah. Everybody need instruction this morning. Everybody got something. Somebody got a song. Hallelujah. Everyone has a word of instruction, a song. Hallelujah. A revelation. There's no one in charge except for Jesus himself. I'm not in charge. We gather together, have considered how we can spew each other all toward love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And good works. We give thoughts and prayers about how we can help each other when we do come together. 
And each of us take responsibilities to be a barrier of the word of God and love of God. Hallelujah. We have each considered how to spew one another on love and good words. You see, this is in Hebrews 10. Hallelujah. Please be sure and look at the very next scripture. You see, this is for all of us, even in meetings. First Corinthians 14 says, when revelation comes to the second person, when a second person buys something from God, let the first one sit down. That's what the Bible says. Why, 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 why don't we, we do what the Bible says? Why we can't just do it? Ain't no special person. Hallelujah. Should be automatically expected to do anything except listen and respond to God. And respond to God like everyone else. If someone brings a teaching from Jesus, others come with a word of instruction or a song of revelation. If this brother or sister is sharing something that Jesus showed them, amen, and revelation comes to second person, first one sit down. That's how the church is supposed to be built. Just like the Bible always said, why don't, why don't we do that? What's wrong, hallelujah? One man show. It becomes... It's because we have irritated, we've inherited a heavy load of tradition from the Roman Catholic. That's where all this comes from. And from our forefather, the priest or the pastor is up front. And then there's been literally all the poor peoples, all the audience just sitting and listening. This is the practice and doctrine that Jesus said he hated, that of the Nicolaitans, those that conquered his people, his translation. Instead, Jesus said, the circle seated around him, that everyone has a word of instruction, a song of revelation. We are all equal now. We are all brothers and sisters with different parts of Jesus poured into us individually, y'all. It's for his common good. It's for us. How amazing and, and wonderful this is. Hallelujah. He's setting us free from the empty tradition handed down by our forefathers. Hallelujah. With all this clergyman, and all these rituals. Hallelujah. He's setting us free from the dangerous words of trusting and loving him as our all in all. And there will be no chaos. Ain't going to be no chaos here because he called himself the God of peace. And in order, it is simply his order rather than man's manipulation for him. You see, we've been so manipulated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The foundation for change. And get me a sip of coffee. This all right this morning? Anybody getting anything? Anyone getting anything out of this? We are called leaders. And we only been handed that word down. He told us, don't call no man leader. Like on jobs, my boss. I don't have a boss. Even when I was employed, I did not have a boss. Hallelujah. I had a supervisor. I had a foreman, but never a boss. Hallelujah. Foundational, foundation for change. Hallelujah. Is this different from what you're used to hearing? 
Yes, it is. Do yes. we have the courage to build God's way? Is it frightening? Does it sound like fun? It is very fun. When everyone that's sitting here can re, 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 be released from the rituals, hallelujah, and from the spirit of our ancestors, amen, wherein the, the Catholic Church, amen, the Roman and the Pope and the clergymen, they wanted all the attention focused on them. One man show. You see? That's where it come from. Hallelujah. We must be a God's way. Hallelujah. Some men who are part of the church, hallelujah, we are part of and have been Christian for centuries. They are still babes. Still babes. A deacon, 79 years old, still a deacon. What's wrong? Something wrong with that. By now, he should be a teacher. But when they learn these ways and begin to function as priests, they grow. They grow quickly. Hallelujah. And those 10 years where they've been sitting there, hallelujah, they boom. Overnight, they bust like a rocket going hallelujah into there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to be free this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Others has been leaders of churches that have, amen, hundreds and, and even thousands of peoples. They found out they were still on a spiritual babe. They bought their leaders. Amen. They thought that they're leaders. But they found out that many children and mothers were more spiritual than they were. You see that? They thought they were leaders and found out that many mothers and children had more anointing than they did. They had to grow up from being babes, and, and, and they have. All of this is very frightening, but it's also very exciting to build this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you put into practice these truths, amen, that have already been in your Bible, you will be amazed at how much closer to Jesus you will be two years from now. Admonish one another daily. Be involved with each other's, amen. Be involved with the children's, amen, in marriages, workplace, every day. Go there. We got to get rid, get out of our comfort zone and go there, amen, when you would not have done so before this word. Yes, I mean you. I'm talking to you. Please do it for Jesus' sake. You all that are listening, amen, on Facebook, speaker, do it for Jesus' sake. Speak the word of God into each other's lives. In a practical way every day. When you come together, brethren, everyone has a word of instruction, a song, a revelation. Hallelujah. When revelation comes to the second, let the first one sit down. Amen. As you walk this out, you may find that some whom you thought were Christians don't love Jesus as much as you always thought they did because they're not going to want to change. You also may find some whom you thought to be very weak becoming stronger and wiser than you could ever imagine. You see, my children, God's way expose the fraud and the counterfeit and make the weak very strong. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we entrust these riches to you and ask you 
to put them into practice for Jesus' sake. These stones, they are the foundation. Upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell can't come against it now because now everyone is important. Not a one-man show. You must define what a Christian really is. You must understand leadership and what it really is supposed to, hallelujah, be to live your life every day together, encouraging each other, building one another up, help each other to grow and love Jesus more throughout your afternoons and evenings. Come and meet together in a circle around King Jesus. I said in a circle around King. I didn't say come and meet and stand up on your pulpit. I said come and meet. We're going to build our churches, amen, in a circular position, amen, and we're going to, amen, be down on the floor level, hallelujah, where they can reach us and they can see that we're building a foundation on Jesus, if you love Jesus and build the right way, the gates of hell will no longer prevail. Sin will be crushed. Weakness, hallelujah, sickness will be healed. Relationship will be built and restored beyond what you can imagine in your wonderful dreams. You will shine like stars in the universe, displaying the goodness of God and the bride, the church, hallelujah, will make herself ready. And be ready when the groom returns. Amen. Now, isn't that beautiful? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Our next message. Our next message will be breakthrough of glory. Hallelujah. Now that we've Mm -hmm. learned how to build this church, this is the reason people don't want to come to church no more. For three reasons. They gouge them out the money, some of them. Too many people that don't like me. See, when we when we begin to build that way, amen, then everybody's going to like each other because they're going to say, he ain't as important as I thought he was. He don't know much as I know. And he's been up there preaching for 40 years. And the weak will become strong. I thank God for the word today, and I just want to just open it up this morning and let you all, amen, uh, speak uh Say whatever the Lord has placed in your heart this morning. Say what this word has done for you. Amen. And just go forth in the Lord this morning if you can and will. Amen. I turn it over to you all. Praise the Lord, everybody. I just thank God for what he did this morning. I thank God for Pastor and Lake Charles. I thank God for the pastor. I thank for my sister and everybody else is on this prayer line and up this morning. It is time to wake up and rise. And it's time to forget by God's business. It's time to do his will. It's time to show love to one another. Love one another. It's, it's time to reach out and touch. No matter what this and that is just doing, it's just showing love for one another. And that's all about what God wants us to do. He's looking at the heart, not the thing which you do, but 
with who you are and what God is doing in your life. So I just thank God this morning for the past. I thank him because he's been really ripping and running all by God's business. And that's what he wants. He wants people to come together. And as he said uh, next week in late late charge, God God doing a mighty thing out there in the name of Jesus. I thank God for the past. I thank for her family. I thank what God doing with pastor in the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I thank God for even for my sister on, on the airline. I thank God for my other sister in the name of Jesus and help it and and the whole family in the name of Jesus, even in the jail in the penitentiary. God working, God doing everything. He's setting his people free who want to be set free in the name of Jesus. So I'm just passing back on to the bishop and I love everyone this morning. Thank you for coming on the airline. Give praises to God. I just want to say thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. You didn't have to do it. I want to thank the Lord for the bishop. Thank the Lord for everyone that's on the prayer line. Because we are his children, and we have to stay in the word, like the prophet says. Word in the morning and the evening, and give God all the praise. Worthy to be praised. I want to Pass it to speak back to the to the prophet. Hello. Praise the Lord. Is anyone on the line? Uh huh. You hear me? I hear you. Yeah. Ah, the the devil is a lie. The word shall go forth in Jesus' name. I apologize. Let me call Mother Mary back. Ain't that something? The phone just cut off. Ah. Oh, Lord, mercy, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Well, I need a vacation. I just want to say I'm not a person to talk a lot. I just hear, you know, and read. I'm not a person to talk a lot. Well, see, that's what the Lord wants you to do. Just telling everyone to come and have words. To come and have word on the word, you know, on the word mm-hmm. this morning. And if we think that we can change, you know, the church, you know, ourself is the church, and begin to start admonishing one another daily. And that's what we do every day. We every day we 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 on the phone with each other. We on the line with each other. Right. And we're caring for each other, and we call and sin about one another. That's right. Amen. But the first thing we do is we come here early in the morning so that we can get the word. And so we want to practice what we preach. 
So now I want to open the line because I'm not the only one with a word. We have to start it today. So whatever God has placed on whosoever heart, then they need to bring it. Maybe someone needs healing. Somebody need to pray for him or her. You know, somebody need to pray for the peoples out there in the audience. I can't do it all. Remember, I'm not the one in charge, but he is the one in charge. So I'm going to pray that the Lord will speak to you all's heart and that he'll give you a word or whatever, however. I don't know what he's going to say to you, but I'm going to pray that he will release his anointing upon you right now, that you can speak to the peoples out here in the world that is listening to us on Facebook and speaker and the surrounding area. Father, I pray this morning we repent for the way that we have allowed the priesthood to be so secluded, so invincible, so untouchable. And we ask you now, Father, if you would move by your spirit upon these thy people, Father, touch them, speak to their hearts, their mind, their soul today, and give a word of knowledge that someone out in radio land may know that the church is concerned about them and their well-being. This I ask today, and it will fall upon your people right now, even those that are listening, that will have a word, and they'll speak that word in the atmosphere, and then that word will go out, and the person whom the word was for, they may not be on the line, but we know that you speak to the hearts of men, whosoever, whenever, wherever, however, it's your will. Do it for us today. And we're going to give you all the praise to glory and honor right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Go for the Lord this morning. God bless you. Thank you. I'm Pastor Mary Drew at the Rachel House, Louisiana, and I'm just so grateful for the blessings of God that's on our life. One day I was lost. Didn't know which way to go. Had troubles on every side. Glory to God. But one day I found Jesus at a little prayer meeting. And I tell you, he turned my life around and gave me peace and joy and happiness. And if you're looking for a change in your life, God is ready. He's saying, come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. So the rest come from Jesus. All you got to do is seek him and you shall find him. Glory to God. So don't you give up. Keep your head up. Be encouraged. Keep on praying and keep on listening at this great radio station. God bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Thank you, Father. There'll be someone else. I just want to say, in the scripture you read this morning, about take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart. And I just want to say, you know, evil heart, evil heart towards your brother, because you're not a child of God if you do. And I just want to say that God says, love one another. We are here for one another. And take hold to your life, your lifestyle, what you do, how you live. I just want to say, ask you all to uh, let's stay prayerful. 
for one another, help yes. one another. But we are living in perilous times. And we come here with nothing, we're going to leave with nothing. The greatest thing here in this world is love for one another. Mm. Yes. I mean, brother in the thought you go to the you go to him and talk to him. If he don't heed to you, go get another one and talk to him. And then you, if he don't heed to the, the up, y'all to take him to the prophet. You know, and we need to be there for one another. You see one in the fault, you help one another. Because you can't talk about one another. You say, how can you say you love me and you don't love your brother? God said you're a liar, mm-hmm. truth not in you. So we got to be here for one another, help one another. Regardless, we're all, we're all going through something. We're all having trials and tribulations. Because the Lord said we will have that. But still have faith. Still stand strong in the Lord. Saying his praise and his glory to the Lord. He loves for you to... Uh, Praise him. Worship him. Yes. All have to worship God and give him praise. He will show you what, what you need. All you got to do is ask. God say, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, you shall find, and knock, and the door shall be open. Mm-hmm. Whatever we need, a doctor, a lawyer, he be there for us. So don't be ashamed, because he said he'd be ashamed in front of the people. He'd be ashamed to go through for his father. So let us all say, come together, pray together, worship together in God's name. And Father above, we just thank y'all. Keep keep prayers in our lives, and mother, and prophet, and evangelist. All us, all we, the world needs us all to come together. We gotta show them. If we don't show them through Jesus Christ, they can't. They they won't come. It's not in yeah, the church. They come. They won't come. So we gotta live right and do right. Thank y'all. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Man. Amen. Prophet Dixon, you there? Oh, yes, Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise him, praise him, praise him. I just thank God for my life. I thank God for my father. I thank God for the past. I thank for my sister. Uh, I thank for everybody who's listening on this radio station. I thank God for what God had woke us up this morning and gave us another chance. God looking at the heart, I, I thank the Lord for the message with God is saying through the power in the name of Jesus. Because he, he always on on his knees, always is praying and, and giving instruction for for the people who's hungry and thirsty in the name of Jesus. And I'm so proud, I'm so glad in my heart that what God is doing for each one of us. I think of reading this up. I think of watching over our family. I love when I cheer and our grandchildren. I thank God. He said, um, he said, who pray together, stay together. And God's in the mix of it. He's right in the middle of it. And God didn't stand yeah. high no pulpit either. He stood right there with the people, uh, the lost ones. And that's what God wants in the highways and byways. It ain't about uh, uh, God. I mean, the people's out there. And we're going to bring them in in Jesus' name because God walking with us. And I just thank God for what God doing this morning. I thank God for power. I thank God for for really, really uh, what God is doing. And I just thank God for each one, the pops and his family. My, all my little nieces and nephews and, and mama children and her babies. And I just thank God. I just thank God for even people on who is listening this morning. I thank God for each one of y'all in y'all family. And God have broke the chain. The chain has been broken. And you have what you say, say the Lord. So I just give them all the glory and praise this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. I pass it back to the apostle. 
Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to go to our song. Shama going to come close us out while I go and look at Leo and give him some attention. Even the dog, he needs to daily have hands on him. Went out there, his water bowl was dry, his food bowl was dry. So that means that Paul Shama didn't hook him up yesterday. So when I went to the door and looked at him and called him, he just looked at me like, I ain't studying y'all folks, you ain't studying me. So he wouldn't even come out of his dog. He just looked at me, and he didn't wag his tail neither. He Uh-oh. would wag his tail, but a mighty poor dog won't wag his tail because he yeah. ain't had the love. He ain't had that touch daily. That's right. So he probably ain't been touched since Saturday. Hmm. And I'm going to go out there and touch him when I turn this music on. Then I'm going to bring Shama back to close us out. Amen. Praise Glory God. to God. You know, I see people... They love their dog. I told Prophet Dixon yesterday when we were riding, going to church, I said, look at them with their dog. I say, now, a man could be laying over there. Instead of them calling 911 ambulance, they call the police and say, he laying on, he laying on, he laying on the ground uh, calling after me. The man mm-hmm. just calling after you because he didn't fall and he needs some help to get up. But if the dog was laying over there, oh, going through the motion, they'd be down there trying to get resuscitate the dog. Mm-hmm. So we 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 built the ministry backwards. The people was online. They had a duck wearing a diaper, and the duck and the duck was playing with the little baby. The duck and the baby was getting along. Mm-hmm. So we're going backwards instead of going forward. But our prayer is that the Lord will lead and guide us and break every generational curse. Let not the generational curses of our ancestors, that priesthood, the Pope, and all of these people uh, that brought in all of these different religions, so many different religions today, so many degrees people going to school to get, it seems like these degrees haven't done anything but made them stupid. So I thank God this morning we're going to go to our song, Draw Me, because we need to be drawn to him.
Good morning, everybody. And I'm Anderson. I'm going to be closing this out. Mm. I'm going to be closing this out this morning in prayer. Amen. Try to close their eyes and bow their heads. <clears throat> Lord, I thank you for another day that you have given us. And I thank you for letting us be able to come on the line this morning, Lord, once again. And Give your good and perfect will. Lord, I thank you that for the last two days, Sunday and Saturday, we got to be able to praise you, Lord. Lord, we got to be able to come to you, Lord, in the morning and even in the evening, Lord, and then in this morning. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, you hear everything that you see what we're doing, Lord, and you're going to bless us. Lord, I thank you for all the changes that you have brought in our lives, Lord. Lord, help those who are going through, Lord, help them to realize that if they give their problems up to you, that they'll be able to feel free. And I thank you for all the blessings that you have let rain down on us, Lord. I thank you for letting us understand that what others do to us, that we don't do it to them, Lord, that we just pray for them. Lord, help us to be able to draw closer to you, Lord. Lord, that you hear us. Lord, I thank you for letting us be able to come this morning, Lord, and worship you. Lord, I thank you that every time we come and we just do the program, Lord, that we learn a little something new and we draw closer to you. Lord, as I pray this morning, let the others, Lord, be blessed. Lord, that as they hear the message, they'll get something out of it and that this message might have just fit, might have just fit right for them. In my name, Yeshua HaMashiach, bless all of us today. Let us have no hurt, harm, or danger, but give us traveling grace and mercy to any destination we're going this morning. Amen. Amen. And we're going to come on again. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.